electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber. Final day of August, a pre-market hanging onto the green despite some weak guidance from Bed Bath, Seagate, HP, PVH, and reportedly Snap. Oil back below 90, now on pace for the worst month of the year. Our roadmap begins with futures flat this morning on this final trading day of August. After three days of losses, investors bracing for more Fed tightening. Plus that cratering meme trade, of course, Bed Bath & Beyond announcing store closures, layoffs, new financing. The shares are down sharply ahead of the open. And more broadly, uh, Carl mentioned some of those names. You know, we've got slowdown concerns this morning. And HP, of course, is the latest maker of things like computers to report a decline in spending overall on electronics. Let's begin with the markets and the state of the consumer. Jim, you talked to uh, Enrico yesterday about uh, this yeah. continued weak macro. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, I, I happen to like communicate uh, lawyers very much. Ned him was the first person who met him, frankly, when he got the job. And this is the first time I really heard a major miss. Uh, the free cash flow here, David, was just down dramatically. And I thought what was really important is, is that people cordoned off the negativity at the consumer level, because once you had your work from home PC, you were fine. This was right in the wheelhouse of the enterprise that the weakness is. And uh, they're still, buy, still buying back stock. They still managed to make the bottom line. But David, if you thought that the enterprise was stable here, it's not thought wrong. If you thought you'd be safe in the enterprise, you were wrong. Uh, I know Enrique Lori joined you last night. I think we have a little we have bit a little from sound. him during the interview to uh, sort of elucidate exactly what you're talking about. Take a listen. I think the overall situation we, we believe is temporary. What we have seen during the quarter is a slowdown of consumer demand that really accelerated as the quarter progressed. And we have also started to see some signs of slowing down on the commercial space. But we don't believe this is driven by the PCs that were bought a year ago. We really think this is driven by the macroeconomic situation that we are facing. Jim, let me just uh, add to that this morning. Seagate Technologies, weaker economic trends in certain Asian regions have amplified customer inventory corrections. We've also seen more cautious buying behavior among global enterprise OEM and certain U.S. cloud customers and ongoing macroeconomic uncertainties. Completely different area, but but nonetheless similar sentiments. PVH, another company you know very well. Wow. Our Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger businesses continue to exhibit underlying strength despite the increasingly challenging macroeconomic environment as the quarter progressed. It, it, no, PVH, what PVH was trying to make a comeback. I, I, I was expecting uh, th- things to get better until we got the uh, apparel glut. Uh, Carl, PC glut, apparel glut, uh, Distrib glut, uh, certainly towel and sheet glut. From, Not to uh, mention from, Chewy, uh, consumer discussion. Uh, the, the chewy, you know, you got to buy your pet food, I'm you so buy your pet glad food. But you the mentioned stuff. Chewy. 
did you see what Chewy had to say in the actual conference call? Not in the actual give and take. Tell me. Because they actually, of course, say great things during the commentary. That pets are down roughly 20% when it comes to Google searching. And that golden retrievers are down 45% in terms of search. Now, golden retrievers are the gold standard of dogs. I have mutts, you know, combination of 32 different dogs. Uh, when you give them the, you know, that, that thing where you measure what they are, it turned out the dog was Ashkenazi. <laughs> um, but you, you, you're sitting here and you're saying to yourself that Chewy is uh, they're putting the best face that they can on what I regard as a post-COVID dog hangover. Uh, coming up this <laughs> afternoon, of course, um, average customers, uh, active customers was a miss, although adjusted EBITDA was ahead. Well, that's but what we, everybody we, did. It's like HP. Our actual bottom line was good. The only one that was really good last night was CrowdStrike. And CrowdStrike was unmitigatingly good, and that's cloud-native uh, hacking, which and, is and, just... And Palo Alto sort of clued us in Palo that Alto we knew too. that I was mean, coming. These guys have this incredible business, and it's called really horrible state actors who are trying right. to take your money. But coming, that's, a, that's a good coming business. Coming back to the macroeconomic headwind story that we've heard very often, at least in the releases we've taken a look at this morning... Um, is it is the Fed doing what it wants to do? Uh, and is- has the market already adjusted, as it seemed to, for example, with Best Buy yesterday, to the fact that things are not as good as they were? I think that this or do is, we have more adjustments to come? It's the beginning. I mean, do you not need to see? I mean, they best uh, Bed Bath laid off a lot of people last night. They had fifty-five thousand people. I, I don't see how Snap can maintain all of its table of employment. This is the beginning. We've only had a couple companies other than the companies that were like, you know, venture capital companies that aren't going to get financing. You know, I think you tweeted one. There's a lot of different ones about people suggesting there's a lot of companies that are not going to come public that people thought. But this is the very beginning of the end of Help One. Well, ADP certainly would ratify that. Uh, 132. We were looking for 300 or so, and that's the forecast for, for this Friday. Even the White House yesterday said we expect job numbers to cool. I know, but they seem to be unaware of what's really happening. But that's what, you, that's what they want, isn't it? I mean, you talk about Powell's got to get wages down. Look, Powell, to get wages down. Powell is doing, look, he won, he won wage on, growth down, excuse he won me. on commodities. But there's still many business. Look, he's dealing with a Congress. That was trying. That, that was acting as if we had ten uh, percent unemployment, right? And Congress has. You want a job? Congress will give you one. And it'll be a high-paying job. All right. I mean, you'll have to learn something about engineering. I was with an engineer this weekend, and I do. Can, I can do three D printing of pieces. It's like Lego. When you come back and to that, like I'm not sure why that's a bad thing. What? When you talk like that, when you no, say, I, no, we you know, need, you want to, if you're engineering jobs, I mean, isn't that what as, we want? We don't need as many people working at, at, at Bed Bath as we had. Because um, when you have those minus 26% comps, David, that tends to leave a lot of empty shelves. Uh, understood. Right? Understood. But my, my Where question did the raisinette is, cat, where did the my, raisinette shelf go? I don't know what it you're be, talking about. You know when you were checking out? Oh, yeah. How about when you would say, do you have a coupon? You know, I forgot the coupon. You say, here's the coupon. Well, we're going to dig into Bed Bath. Yeah, we will. we'll have plenty of time yeah. to talk bye, about that. Bye, bye, baby. I still want to keep it on the bigger picture here. Which, which, is, is, which is why the, the Mester comments this morning from the Cleveland Fed president are so interesting. She sees the benchmark rate going above four right. um, and pretty much staying there all year. Uh, says it's far too soon to say that inflation has peaked. Here's uh, some of her comments from this morning. 
My current view is that it will be necessary to move the Fed funds rate up to somewhat above 4% by early next year and hold it there. I do not anticipate the Fed cutting the Fed funds rate target next year. It would be a mistake to declare victory over the inflation beast too soon. Doing so would put us back in the stop-and-go monetary policy world of the 1970s, which was very costly to households and businesses. It's kind of what William said, go to 3-5 in his case and basically stay. She's, you know, if you're buying a, a two-year piece of paper at 3.4, you're going to get bushwhacked if she's right. Now, Mester is in the land of milk and honey. The oh, number of companies that are opening businesses in Ohio, David, when you speak to the banks, it is so far higher than what Powell wants to see. Powell does not want hundreds of fabs being built all over the country. You know, batteries, uh, chips. He doesn't want that. He doesn't. He needs the economy to cool, not accelerate. Congress is trying to get the, Cong- the economy to accelerate. Well, we're trying to bolster domestic manufacturing, at least. Is that what you're saying? For things that are related to our national security. We don't have enough workers. A Generac in every pot, a a solar panel in every garage. We don't don't have enough room. Don't you agree there are national security needs for us to reshore? I am very... control of our own supply of things like uh, nickel and lithium and on and from there. I'm not... Solar panels. For a minute, saying that we don't need it. I am saying it conflicts with what Powell wants. If you're happy with 4%, you can have all this that you want, maybe 4.5, because it's mandated by the Fed. I mean, look, Caterpillar was down $4 yesterday. Do you know how many Caterpillars they're going to need to do this stuff? How about deer? I mean, can you imagine? They're going to have to be running, they're going to be running factories like around the clock. You know Chinook? You know what makes it Chinook? Can you Chinook a Chinook? Who do you think makes a Chinook if you're going to have a 400 Chinook recall? Oh, you're talking about the helicopter? Yeah, helicopter, not now. Yeah, who makes they, They've grounded it. Who do you think makes engine it? Issues. Uh, with RTX? I Bob, 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 Boeing. Oh, we got Bob, Bob, Boeing, Bob, Bob, Black Sheep, and Bob, Bob, Baby. Used to be UTX made the helicopter, right? Yeah, well, no. I mean, oh, yeah, but that's a different helicopter. Chinook's big. All I'm saying is, is that we have a moment right now which is suboptimal. You would argue we are, today is maybe the beginning of real pre-announcement season? Yes, I thought the Seagate, after pre-announcing previously was bad, Seagate's everywhere. We have a glut of astounding proportions and everything, but the most important call, we'll see whether SNAP is going to continue to pay the hyperscale cloud companies. Because remember, SNAP has big deals everywhere. Seagate's been second rate for so long. The biggest Snap is going to pay. You got to explain that. Snap has gigantic deals with uh, to be able to have their, you know, their cloud. Right, they're on the right for the running their business. Right, but they have yes. They remember the giant deals they made at the beginning. Do you see the amount of debt? Okay, let me. me Why would that be? Why would that be for 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 bye bye Fabi? Listen to me. (laughs) Listen to me. I'm listening. They got four billion dollars in debt. Okay. Snap. Yes. Well, I say and crackle pop. Reportedly, are going to lay off as much as twenty percent of we don't their have, staff. We don't have that yet. We don't have that confirmed. We don't. But that's uh, that was reports yesterday. Yep. Not to mention the uh, the executives they lost to Netflix. Their VP of America is their chief business officer, uh, going to help run Netflix's ad product. Well, wow, that's wow, that's fire. 
It's frying pan fire. Those people are were thought of as fairly uh, what? Well thought of. Yeah, Peter, oh, really? Peter Naylor's. Uh, oh, Peter Naylor? Yeah. Is he related to Tiny Naylor, one of the uh, absolute best places to eat out there? Yeah, and and also this uh, Gorman. She's credited with Snap's re-architected ad business. Well, I'm saying, listen that. to this. Let's just not get Join too granular Netflix here. As well. Snap has problems. Well, we know that the at one point we thought that one of the great growth industries, you know, the Snaps, the Pinterest, the Twitter. We haven't mentioned Twitter yet. Uh, Seagate is storage for commercial. Okay. The problem that Enrique Lores talked about is commercial, the enterprise. The enterprise is supposed to be okay. I'm saying that J-PAL is winning on all fronts except for where the federal government has decided to build, build, build. Right? Like Ohio. Do you think Mester... I mean, you just love talking about Ohio. Well, because it's the... David, it's the Rust Belt Renaissance. talking about there largely, a lot of that is the CHIPS Act. Yes. The government will obviously... Help right. to fund the the building of new fabs, essentially, right. so that we're not beholden to Taiwan. Exactly. I also noticed a pattern that wherever the Sacklers were doing really well with Purdue Pharma, we're putting places. Maybe try to sop up what they did to destroy this country. It's an interesting take. It's an interesting. I take. used to go to the Sackler Art Museum at Harvard, and I said, "Boy, the Sacklers are great." Their name was on the board of uh, are the. On the, the walls Met. of museums here in uh, New York City. All yeah. over. Yeah. And, and, and now they're... Universities, yes. And now we have to spend a lot of time up. trying to f- deal with the, what, how they almost destroyed our country. It was internal. Well, the commies never way, did as well I mean, as these uh, We're taking an interesting turn here, but yes, uh, opioid deaths continue to hit new highs. Well, I'm saying that when we country, were the factory. not are. to mention the average uh, expected life expectancy in the U.S. to come uh, Page one today of the journals about fentanyl. Fentanyl, and I regard as this, all the same, all the piece. But I'm saying that when you look China. at the, where they're putting the factories, do you remember how the, the do you remember how they, they found, found what towns were best? They used zip codes where the biggest layoffs were? Because those guys were really, I mean, Lex Luthor didn't have anything on them. But that's the towns where a lot of these factories are going, and that's good news. Well, um, speaking they're, of challenges, they have still unemployment. Uh, Speaking of macro and micro challenges, Bed Bath, of course, is a story today uh, tumbling in the pre-market uh, despite unveiling this turnaround plan. The company announced it has secured more than half a billion in new financing, could sell up to 12 million shares of common. Uh, the strategy also includes closing about 150 stores, cutting uh, corporate supply chain workforce, keeping bye-bye baby, Jim, and cutting fiscal 22 capex almost in half. I know. Uh, and the cash flow is just horrendous. Uh, if you remember, Ryan Cohen, one of the great beneficiaries of this period, uh, was calling for Bye Bye Baby to be monetized because at one point Bye Bye Baby was doing very well. When I used to speak to Mark Tritton, I always said, is there ever a chance that you could do something? And he was talking about maybe at one point Bye Bye Baby being worth the whole uh, company. Right. But David, they're doing 12 million shares. Kind of in a, What they're doing, of course, is an Adam Aaron kind of fundraise without that populist approach that Adam Aaron gives you. Yes, just sell it and don't promote right. it. Right. I mean, if you went to get Tal, say... Oh, look, there's Adam Aaron. He has nothing to do with uh, Ben no, no, Beyond, no, but, but it's always nice to see him. But the, uh, the increasingly, some of the people who go to Bed Bath know what's happening here. Target, in, a, in just a stroke of brilliance, went and bought... I mean, there's only so much branded, branded merchandise because of supply chain. Don't forget, there could be a, 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 a longshoreman strike. That's about to, on the verge of one of those. So the branded stuff was, I think, cornered. You can't really corner a market in towels. But the good stuff Target got. 
So what's left for Bed Bath? Now, I happen well, to they, like And they it. are going back to branded, as you yeah, said. Yeah, well, you have to have branded to go back Understood. to branded. Understood. Changing just say, call- our merchandising and inventory strategy, which will be rooted in national brands and obviously yeah, focused David, on driving digital and foot yeah, traffic. David, Those are all good things to want to do. It's good. You have, you have to have the people stock come in. is down dramatically. Brian well, Cohen, we, as you point out, is one of the great and perhaps only real beneficiaries of what was that. He had three members of the board, which Incredible apparently he never up. spoke to. And now the move right. is Never down. spoke to the three members of the board because they were independent. Uh, that's correct. Okay, right. so now we here's what's really that. important. When you're trying to um, get uh, merchandise, branded merchandise, they're not thinking about, wow, they can sell 12 million shares because they don't know about the memes. They don't know that there are people who literally like to lose money every day of their lives. They get up and say, I'm going to lose money with Bed Bath. No, we, we've talked about this. Not just you're talking about supply, but also vendor willingness to ship products. Why should they? To a troubled well, retail. They can send now it that they do have this, they do have okay, the additional okay. financing. It makes them at least a safer right. bet heading there's, into the There's holidays. Gove. There's the CEO the there. CEO, all new right. plan. And there's Brian Cornell. Who, if you if you have orders from both, David, who would you rather send the stuff to? Target or right. buy by Beth? Uh, I would rather send it to Target. There is no doubt about the prosecution that. rests. But now well, we've got to move on. We do. Uh, we've been talking about Snap, and we do have uh, some breaking news on that. We will turn to our Julia Borston. Julia, good morning. Carl, good morning to you. Snap announcing is restructuring its business to focus on three strategic priorities. It's community growth, that's the user growth, revenue growth, and also augmented reality. The company is saying that as a result, they are reducing their employee count by 20%. That's nearly 1,500 people. They're also creating the new role of chief operating officer, promoting Jerry Hunter. He was previously SVP of engineering into this new role. Now, in addition to engineering, Product and sales will also report up to him to improve collaboration among those three divisions. Now, Snap says this will generate about $500 million in cost savings on an annualized basis. Snap also announcing revenue growth of 8% so far in Q3. Now, that's far better than the flat revenue growth the company reported on July 21st um, for quarter to date in its last earnings report, but it is still down from the 13% revenue growth reported in Q2, did though show that uptick from a lull in July. Now, CEO Evan Spiegel sending a memo to employees saying that they have decided to discontinue investments in Snap Originals, Minis, Games, and Pixie. Remember, Pixie's that flying selfie drone. They're also winding down standalone applications, Zenly and Voicey. CEO Evan Spiegel writing, quote, we are also reorganizing our team to better meet the challenges of the current macroeconomic environment and to make as much progress as possible, as quickly as possible in areas of our business that we are able to control. Now, guys, this all comes after yesterday. We learned of the departure of SNAP's chief business officer, Jeremy Gorman, and Peter Naylor, who's VP of Americas, both of those executives leaving for Netflix. Back over to you. Uh, Julia, thanks for that. Uh, Julia Borston. Uh, Jim, as Julia was speaking, you tweeted about whether memesters should put Snap in their universe of uh, possibility. Uh, I think that, once again, you have a failing enterprise that's trading up today because we got a little bit better uh, numbers. And I think, David, they uniquely seem to glom on to companies that are uh, doing poorly, uh, take on the shorts, and move the stock up, and then Snap get... then. Uh, uh, Spiegel gets to issue stock. 
Why are you encouraging this kind of behavior? Really, why would you do that? Because the SEC is not even bothered. I know, to but look it's at not it. for you to do that. You should because the government doesn't look at it. So what? You're now encouraging people to get into uh, a name that you don't believe fundamentally do you, deserves do you really that. Believe I'm encouraging it? I'm trying to get. You're the being SEC. sarcastic. Yes. Okay. See, because I want the government, in the same way that there were, you know, there were two more coins started yesterday. Um, I don't know if you, David, you follow the progress of new coins every day. Yesterday we got. Uh, um, the two new ones that seem, one's called MXC and the other one's called Aurora. Now, David, these are new coins that are started every day. Does the government even care about this? Does the government care about what the memes are doing? And the answer is, David, once I went to a store, I went to a car dealer in Tyler, Texas, and it was called Caveat Emptor. Well, welcome to the stock market. All right, but that's right. The, there is nothing that seems to have been breaking the law when it but comes to, to the action and means, well, or even what Ryan Cohen did as... Well, yeah, but David, uh, you're missing my point. Unappetizing as it seems. See, we have, these, we have the government. And, and you keep bringing up these coins that... Should the government try to protect us from faulty yeah. merchandise? All right, but Snap's not faulty like, David, merchandise, okay? Two, it's a perfectly good see- company that's having a rougher go of things right now. Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Now, yeah. well, Good. Okay, that's really great. Um, do you know, David, two coins that I think you should be interested in? I'm not interested in the there's, coin there's discussion. There's Golem, and then there's Old Golem. They've been kicking around. Golem and Old Golem. Those are two coins on Coinbase. Do you know that Robinhood called me and said, listen, do you know we have a lot more discretion and we're much tougher on, co- on coins than Coinbase? Well, there's a benchmark. David, I'm talking about, uh, yes, I'm being a little facetious because, you see, I'm tired of the government letting people lose money. Well, the government. Hey, where's this? What is it? Yeah, they, they move very slowly. What are the wheels? That. The wheels they of justice? Will. They always will. And it's very much unclear what exactly they can do when it comes oh. to the meme and manipulation. And oh, my God. Areas. I have something for the memesters to work on right now. There's a dog that I see. <laughs> there, there is a Where's dog. Ryan Cohen when I need him? There is a dog How here. How do you like the way Ryan Cohen on the backs of all the memesters made a fortune, laughs all the way back, and he's still revered. He's still revered. Really? He is. By who? Ryan Cohen. Who's you revered by? The yeah. Memesters. Who? I, I don't know. I, not Adam Aaron. Adam Aaron. Okay, this last one. So we got to break. Oh, yeah. We just- Name me three other famous people who went to Adam Aaron's high school. Uh, you. Nope, I went to Springfield. Uh, Sonnenfeld. Yes. Uh, I don't know the other one. Ash Carter. Ash Carter. And Schwartzman. And Schwartzman. Got it. <laughs> when we come back, we'll go. get Kramer's Mad Dash. We'll count down to the opening bell. Got to get to Goldman Sachs, of course, ordering employees back to the office. Calls on PayPal, uh, Robinhood, Coinbase, and a lot more in a moment. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com, that's YahooFinance.com. We've worked through some of the uh, news of the morning, but take a look at some of the S&P gainers pre-market. PayPal's going to be on the list as uh, B of A ups to buy, target of 114. We mentioned Netflix, but Meta in the lead, uh, up almost 6% as we got that confirmation of news from Snapchat a moment ago. Opening bells coming up in less than five minutes. And of course, remember, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. All right, minute and a half before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. Let's squeeze in a mad dash. You mentioned Robinhood in relation to Coinbase and your obsession right. with coins. What else are you talking about it for? I need you to look at the 200 coins that were created and their names they have. They're like, you know, uh, Alice Next Door. No, no, I mean, the, the names are just incredible. I mean, I don't know. I'm waiting for Bridge Over the River Kwai. All right, David. Uh, Atlantic equities, key trends remain negative, uh, but there's this little squib here by Barclays. Cost-cutting shows discipline likely to drive EBITDA improvements. This is a new thing that you've got to start focusing on. EBITDA improvement on the back of firings. That's what is the next level of what j actually, I think, would like. I think j wants companies to make their numbers, but wants them to do so with fewer people. Well, HP, you had on last night, they're initiating a new cost-cutting regime, aren't they, as well? You have to. You have to because workers are too expensive and you don't have the business to maintain the workers. This is all happening very fast, David. People are underestimating how fast the help one is signed. Thank you, Ed Giardini, are going to be disappearing. Let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC Real Time Exchange at the big board. It is Bark celebrating the launch of its new breed-based dog food. Jim mentioned the dog on the floor yeah, a moment yeah. ago. At the NASDAQ, Westraw Coffee Company celebrating its listing via SPAC. Oh, SPACs. David, I don't know if you've seen the SPAC index lately. Uh, I always keep a close eye well, on the SPAC index. Well, how's it been looking? It's the same as it's been for quite some time. It depends which one. Oh, I haven't heard that. That's why I brought it up. I do love that. Thank you. Um, the post-back index, which is the one I look at most often, just to sort of get a sense for really how these have performed once they have become public companies like right. any other, 41 cents on the dollar. Now, again, my friends who are in SPACs, who have sponsored SPACs, will point out, if you looked at the class of IPOs, straight IPOs, from 2020, 21, you would also see numbers that are not great in terms of percentage well, decline from where they went public as a okay. broader index so, if you created So it. when you speak to a CEO, as I do, of a SPAC company, here's what they always say to me. Mine's different. Right. Mine's different. Right. I, you see, I have a good SPAC. Now, I mean, maybe today's SPAC is the beginning of the Warren Buffett 
invested SPACs now that he's pulling some money out of a Chinese BYD. Yep. Maybe this is when, you know, happy birthday Warren Buffett at 92. Maybe he's getting in. Or as a special birthday venture, Van Morrison, happy birthday. And maybe he's a SPAC buyer. Yeah. Uh, still touring, at least around here. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Astral Weeks. I love Van. He's an interesting yeah. cat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was at a Van concert where he yelled at us. Where he what? Yelled at you? Yeah. Were you making noise? No. Were you not he paying just, attention? He wasn't happy with us. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll turn his back on the audience. Oh, He's my dealt with God. stage fright. Yeah. He'll spack you in a nanosecond. <laughs> he, spack, he was spacking people before there were spacks. Before there were spacks, there was Van Morrison spacking people. Hey, Jim, um, crude oil on pace for the worst month of the year. Yesterday was the worst day for the gasoline ETF in two months. We're rolling over to the October contract. Uh, 254 would imply retail going below three and a half. There's a win. There's a win for Powell. By the way, we continue to pump from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which at this point is absurd. But uh, you think I, this is, is this recession fear or just? Yeah, at this point it's recession fear. And, and the Russians. Whom everybody acknowledge are just they're pumping like it's amazing. I mean, they're financing the West is financing their war, as is India. And you know, this well, is, is a little it really country. The West, or is it more China and India? Well, China, well, I'm just saying that the West is still negotiating. I don't know. With I don't. Well, the West is really not getting much of its gas either. They've completely shut Nord Stream down now, saying it's right, under. Just, there's yeah. still some technical issues that they're investigating. And there was a time when someone who, who, who ran the Soviet Union decided enough was enough with the hatred of the West. Do you recall that man? Yes, he died yesterday. He was a great man. They hate at, him there now. At 91, Mikhail They Gorbachev. hate him because he believed that peace was reasonable. And now we have a man who's got the whole world hostage. Uh, Angela Merkel says absolutely nothing. Our president has declared Russia off limits. And now he's threatening, you know, he's at a, a, a nuclear plant. Now, Gorbachev, just remember, in case anyone wants to really know Gorbachev now, uh, there was a plant called Reactor 4 at Chernobyl. And it blew up. It got obliterated. It wasn't there. But Gorbachev promised that it would be back online in three days. So it's not all fun and roses with right. Gorbachev. No. But at least he decided that, you know what, I can't fight Ronald Reagan. I'm done. I'm going to stop the war of arms. That was a long time ago, Jim. Yeah. No, it isn't. My, my Ben Stoto, my researcher, he's just named his dog Reagan. Uh, legacy. If all that's true, though, Jim, why is Dutch gas down? In fact, why is oh, German power see, turned around so hard? The Dutch gas price was $500 per barrel equivalent. Uh, and I think that there's a, a, a belief at this point that there was some serious demand destruction. When you get to that level. Alcoa yesterday Al- shutting down one of their Norway facilities. Now, Alcoa is an interesting stock because aluminum is down very, very big. That's another PAL win. Aluminum's down 17% for the year. Hopper's down 17% for the year. And you might say to yourself, okay, is PAL losing everywhere? No, he's still losing in the help wanted. But wow, he is cratering commodities. Gasoline, crude, David, is down 15% for the year. Well, actually, it's interesting. Uh, Tom Lee, our good friend, has a, has a table this morning of CPI components that, in his words, are falling like a rock. Like a rock? Uh, apparel, airfares, footwear, steak, used cars, 
apples, steak. tomatoes. Steak. The problem is that Toma- well, tomatoes, the problem is the weight is so small. Tomatoes is because the bumper crop that I had. I don't know if you follow me on Twitter. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, everybody else has gotten your tomatoes canned and all sorts of things. I have a, but not I, me. I, I have but not sun, me. I have a bottle of sun-dried tomatoes on the fourth floor. For me? Yeah, for you. Okay, thank you. But I will say that that's that it's somehow that Pal just doesn't seem to care about those. Pal just wants to make it so that if, if McDonald's wants to hire people or Chipotle, they can find them. Now, all these things I think that Pal doesn't realize are, are signs that he might win. But he's not going to stop until he goes out to a restaurant and it doesn't say help wanted. He goes to Bowie Mongers in Washington and they have all the people they need. Well, he's getting there when it comes to places like Snap, Portillo's. which again, you heard from Julia is uh, laying off as much as 20% of its workforce. I yeah, but those people, those people that, don't know how to that, work at Portillo's. In that neighborhood uh, that Snap uh, inhabits, I did want to come to Meta, though. Uh, Carl mentioned it. I mean, it's one of the top performers well, on the S&P think, right now. The I think Meta, I told you Meta's got... percent Meta. You see this? Um, I think Meta's got stuff up its sleeve. Now, I have David Blaine. I actually have the card about what they're going to do. Okay, why don't you tell me why Meta's up 5% this morning? I think Meta's going to take matters in its own hands, start monetizing some of the assets it's got beyond what we always hear about. You know, Meta's, a, 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 Meta's an organic company with organic products. And suddenly everybody decided today is the day, or is it somehow benefiting from Snap's troubles? Well, it could be, but I think that Meta is... Look, the Joe Rogan interview was seminal. <laughs> David can't that's, keep a straight face. That's what it's come to, huh? There you I, go. I couldn't believe you went the on Joe Rogan. Rogan interview was seminal. <laughs> I thought I knew Mark Zuckerberg. But you didn't. No, I didn't. I did not know. But I think there's a lot in their arsenal. They have a lot of things they could. There's a lot of things, for instance, that are free at, at, at Meta that you can pay for. And by the way, Reels is doing better. They still haven't figured out exactly how to monetize it. They still haven't figured out how to get you to go more to Instagram. But do not think that Reels isn't on fire. I, I Although when I talked to them, I said you have Reels and you believe it represents right. a true competitive uh, a competitor to TikTok, um, but, which is very, so strong. Now, he's willing to go with Joe Rogan, but you know what he's not willing to do? He's not willing to say the Chinese on TikTok and their goal is to make us stupid. Not unlike, Jane, not unlike uh, James Kahn, right, at the end of Godfather 2 when he does question Michael Corleone about whether we went to college to get stupid. Do you watch TikTok to get stupid, stupid? That's, a, that's what Khan really meant. Oh, I, oh, you weren't just calling me stupid. No, I would never call you stupid. Oh, okay. Bye-bye, Fabi. Bye-bye, Fabi. Bye-bye, Fabi? That is going to stick. Bye-bye. That's talk about... Remember they own Christmas Store? I always felt that had a kind of a short life. Like a well, shelf life. They're going to keep it. They're they got rid of Bye bye. Now, baby. I asked them, what are you going to do with Harmon? Because I'm, I'm going away. And when you go to Harmon, they have all those little things, but that's kind of it. Oh, the, the, oh, the Meesters are making you stand at nine, David. They're doing a $20,000 stand on Bitcoin, and they're making you stand at nine. Yeah, right. You so the best buy, it's snap, a Bed Bath. Which are actually up four and a half percent. Bed Bath can issue all the stock they want because the memesters are saying, don't worry, we'll um, protect you. Seagate not getting hit that badly on no, the lower side. It was the second, down second guy down. 2%. Um, but that was certainly a story we wanted to show. There it is uh, at, the, at, at the outset of, of trading today. Uh, HP, Jim, yeah. does it look to be that? Uh, it's not that bad either. Well, they're doing um, the buyback still. 
Enrique is making a fortune, by the way, on cartridges. Those who want to do cartridges and realize they're expensive, they have a subscription product. Right. Just pointing it out. Um, yeah. Shares of Alibaba up A- again. Apple's good. But Alibaba. Uh, Baba and JD, apparently amongst the names that U.S. regulators have selected for uh, audit inspections. That will start next month. Remember, Chairman Gensler joined us on Friday to right. talk about that agreement between uh, our regulators and the Chinese regulators in terms of allowing for that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and it's been, Baba's actually been on quite a run. There are so many it's questions big about the since. health of the Chinese economy, what the COVID lockdowns have done to overall demand, but certainly a beneficiary, it would seem, of that agreement and generally of what there seems to be a belief that perhaps the Chinese are going to let up a little bit on the regulatory front uh, domestically as well on these technology companies. Really quick before we have to go, guys, for Chicago PMI. PayPal, we mentioned the B of A upgrade, Jim. Yeah, that was good. Uh, for the first time in about a year, we see upside potential to out-year consensus CPS. Uh, they like the new CFO. Uh, I think also there's just a sense that this stock has kind of bottom and that it's, I still don't trust FinTech. But this is uh, more, they have a lot of accounts. The fintech that is still really in the hot, red hot griddle is a firm. Uh, I didn't think a firm was nearly as bad as the market thinks it is. But it's trying to gain traction. Upstart, I, I thought, was worse than what the market said. And a firm was better. David? There's Upstart. Upstart had a bit at, 20, at 26 pre-announced. And it, 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 it hasn't it, really, no, it hasn't, it's been right around the same. It's the short position so big. It did run, it part, it was a short squeeze there for a bit, that's right, yeah. We didn't get to do the metaverse. I did the Joe Rogan thing so they could play the metaverse thing. Oh yeah, well on the other side. Yeah, there's oh, always time for the we'll metaverse. Get, uh, we'll get, get Chicago stats. PMI in a moment. By the way, of course, a reminder, you can always get in on Jim's CNBC Investing Club. Just sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash join the club. Uh, 10-year 312, 2-year 345. We did hit some multi-year highs uh, earlier this morning. We're back in a moment. Welcome back to Squawk on the Street. Rick Santelli here live at CMEHQ with shortly breaking news on Chicago PMI. And just to refresh viewers' memories, our last look at 52.1 for July was the lowest in almost two years going back to August 2020. And it's hitting the wires at 52.2, 52.2, 52.2, 52.2, very close to expectations and, well, very close to our last read as well. And we haven't seen much of a bounce. And if you consider 50 is the expansion contraction line, you could see we're just barely above it. The last time we were below 50 was July, yeah, July of 2020. So it's been a while, not a solid number. Interest rates, interest rates are up across the curve. They've really been up since Friday when our Fed chairman, of course, talked about the need for tough inflation fighting, and that continues to have an effect in the markets, though the green arrows in stocks today may give us a different direction, ultimately, on rates. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. Some decent gains here to start the uh, uh, trading session. Dow's up 164, back above S&P 4K. One thing we didn't get to, Jim, was this Goldman memo lifting a bunch of COVID protocols uh, a few days before the bank expects employees to start coming in five days a week. Yeah, I've been trying to go back with David Solomon, but I've always felt that the Goldman rank and file, the people in their 30s and 40s, uh, were the ones who really were very happy 
working at home in many times in houses that were not their, their primary residence yes. in New York City. And so it makes sense that he that uh, David Cohen issues this thing. David Solomon issues this thing now. I was thinking about I was thinking about yeah, about Cohen out there in that really cool place near Maidstone. Uh, but we he's not with Goldman, he's been more with IBM. But I do think that this is the right time to send the memo because a lot of people have had a really great time at their summer houses, a lot of good time on their 120-foot yachts. It's time to come back. Yeah, well, J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs in particular have been more adamant about trying to get people back to the office, even as much as five days a week, as unlikely as that seems in the current environment, given so many companies are would be happy to have their employees in the office three days a week. Um, we'll see if they're successful. I think that'll be interesting. I mean, they're I, getting people back, obviously, at a rate that's far higher than most. Uh, well, that's but, part of what they've made kind of employment at Goldman Sachs. Say so you want to be well, here, you got to show up. They like you to. They like to be able to teach you and yes. find out whether you're yes. any good. And, it's an apprenticeship yeah. business, is what you'll hear many so, times from the Carl, likes of a, David Solomon, the company CEO. It's a new old world. And to apprentice, you actually need people there <laughs> to teach you. Uh, By the way, as we're talking as well, uh, U.S. has cleared the latest COVID boosters uh, targeting the latest strain of Omicron and shots the AP says could begin within days. It'll be interesting to see what kind of guidance there is on vaccines at least uh, this fall. I know that uh, the drugstores, uh, this is going to be, this could be very good again for CVS. This CVS worked very well with this before and you might want to buy some, C if you want to know how to play it, buy some CVS. They did a remarkable job. Don't buy Walgreens, they did a terrible job. You know what Bed Bath & Beyond needs? What? The booster. Right? With a 20% off coupon. You ever get that coupon? Yeah, I know you're supposed to get the coupons. Yeah, it definitely drive some foot traffic. Yeah. David, I got one word for you. Tell me. Toaster. Toaster? We eat, they have a lot of toasters. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, S&P 4013. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Morning, Bob. Good morning, guys. Uh, we're just off of the highs for the day, and that's because we have technology up, we have health care up, we have consumer discretionary up. So we kind of have a broad rally. What's not participating is energy. And as Jim pointed out, that's a very good sign here. So take a look here. Uh, nice day. Healthcare again, tech, uh, consumer discretionary. So we've got defensive names doing a little better. We've got uh, Growth names doing a little better. I want to focus on those energy and materials because, as Jim said, this is a small win for Jay Powell because to the extent that energy is a proxy for inflation, we see have some of these energy stocks down 5 or 6% this week. Uh, they've got a couple of big down days here. So Exxon's down, EOG. This is a broad group here. So some of them are uh, exploration and production companies like EOG. Some of them are broad names like Exxon. And some of the services names like Halliburton also down. So the whole group, all the subsets, are down as well. That's another modest win for Jay Powell, as we mentioned here. Another modest win here is looking at metals and material names uh, because these are proxies for global growth. And again, you want to see some signs of slowdown in, in the global growth. That's what the Fed wants. And we're seeing that Freeport down, uh, Mosaic's down a little bit. Alcoa, Freeport was down a lot more uh, right at the open. Freeport was, what, 36 on Friday. Uh, you see it's below 30 right now. Alcoa, Century, and some of the aluminum stocks also a little bit weaker. Uh, still, it's a pretty gloomy end to August going into uh, not a great month reputation-wise in September. We've got slower growth. 
We've got rising recession risk. We've got inflation still high. We've got very aggressive central banks. Mester was out this morning talking about a benchmark rate above 4%. No cuts through 2023. Uh, so very aggressive commentary from uh, most of the Federal, uh, Federal Reserve officials. Uh, going into September, September has an awful reputation, and generally it's deserved. It is the only month uh, historically since the end of World War II that actually has been down, and this is on an average basis, of course, down 0.5%. You see these, the five other worst months, February, August, uh, June, and May. Uh, October would be the sixth worst month. It's not up there. But you see well-deserved reputation. Uh, my old buddy Jeff Hirsch uh, over at the Stock Traders Almanac, thank you for providing this, Jeff. But he pointed out in the last 15 years, actually, September has been doing a little bit better overall. Now, if you're looking for a trend here, what matters here, generally, when you're beginning on a downtrend, which is what we are beginning in, December, in to September, it tends to skew to the downside. And when you're beginning on an uptrend, it tends to skew to the upside. That would be true logically, but it's particularly true in the month of September. So where are we? Well, uh, look, we were at 4,300 on the S&P 500 uh, two weeks ago, and we're struggling now to stay right at 4,000 at this point. So definitely starting the month of September on a downtrend. Carl, back to you. All right, Bob, thanks very much. Bob Pisani, let's get to Jim and stop trading. You know, there was a note output this morning by Bank of America, by uh, Wamsi Mohan. And Wamsi asked really intelligent questions on the Apple call. And he's got a very important piece. No one's talking about it. He's talking about perhaps pricing change in an inflationary environment uh, for, to increase the uh, pro models of the, of the new phones. Get this. If they were to raise the pro model by $50, we estimate a $0.20 cent EPS tailwind. That's not in anybody's numbers. So if you're looking for a stock with an upcoming catalyst from a very good analyst whom I like very much, you might want to buy some Apple. Yeah. Yesterday, there were a lot of pro, a lot of pieces devoted to whether Apple's winning or losing. This is what the yeah. fundament is. And he did say um, a new watch, maybe. Uh, new AirPods, but if you're looking for that AR, VR, probably not until next year. Well, I know, I am telling you, I am pushing these guys to a level where they're going to relent and recognize that if you buy a phone, this is the kind of revenue you're going to get. I am promising you that, even though I have no basis in fact for it. You're pushing them to raise prices? I'm no, so, no. I think what? that we have to start thinking with Apple Plus, maybe even DirecTV Football. That would be something. I, know, I don't know if they have it. That when you buy an Apple phone, that's just the beginning of the journey. David, there's a dog over there. Yes, there are dogs here at the, at the stock exchange. That dog is named B-B-B-Y. Do you see on the collar? Isn't that a, sadly ironic? Is it? Wish we had our wireless camera we could show people, but maybe one day. Yeah. Jim, what's on Mad tonight? Not chewy. <laughs> um, okay, so we have a company that reported a number last night that was just so good. CrowdStrike. George Kurtz, he's absolutely no slowdown. Uh, this and Palo Alto Networks have been the stars of this, of the earnings season. And I was blown away by the large orders that George, George got. Been very straightforward. Uh, proud that we got him tonight because that's a, a tale, of, a positive tale. Yeah. Positive tale. Average recurring revenue. 15, almost 60%? No, he's, he's got the product that, well, he and, and, and the, the cash were. Palo Alto. I mean, there's a lot of, it, people are beginning to realize that it's the number one threat to their business. And that's an, not the sales. And that's pretty amazing. Apple is such a good stock here. I know that everyone was poo-pooing it yesterday. I'm taking the other side of the trade. Jim, we'll see you tonight. Mad Money, of course, 
with Jim Cramer. Never stops. 6 p.m. Eastern time. David, more than 4,000 shows. Well, maybe like 3,000. Well done. Well done. Why do you wear two suits? I like one suit. What is that, like some sort of like, I wear two suits, Jim, that's better than one suit? I wear, je- I wear jeans, that's all. I want to be comfortable. It's a long day. Brioni jeans? I walk all over the place. <laughs> it's hot. I don't want to when wear When we a come suit. back, a lot more on Snap's restructuring announcement. Stock's up sharply on that news. Don't go away. You've been listening to The Opening Bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.